welcome to episode 69 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. What you were just listening to easily ranks among the most iconic songs we've ever listened to on this show. It hails to us from a time when bizarre new worlds and gameplay changes were the norm for the Super Mario Bros. franchise. But even if Subcon itself has only been traversed the one time, it remains one of the most memorable games of its generation. Pick some vegetables and avoid those spooky phantom masks because it's time to listen to the music of Super Mario Bros. 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And as a little bonus, you may Kojo Doki Doki Panic for the Famicom Disk System. Well, hello there, Matt. How the heck are you? I'm pretty dang on good. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm I'm better than a I'm better than a dream infesting frog. <laughs> you feeling better since the last couple episodes? I am. I still have the cough though. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, I still have the cough. The sickness is still rolling around the house, but we're all doing a bit better. Um Great. Yeah, good times are 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 being had by all. <laughs> uh it was uh, it was snowing earlier today here uh, mm. here in southern New Jersey. We got a couple inches of snow, which was really just a it was a winter wonderland out there. We just got the cold in the New York City area, so that's <laughs> that. No uh no black snow for you guys. <laughs> One of the things Not... I miss about living in New York is like the snow's real nice for a couple hours, but as soon as the plows roll by, it's like oh yeah, everything here is dirty, like really dirty. Yeah, the, the street corners become. Like mountains slash lakes, it's like a Bob Ross painting gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. We're here to talk about the music of Super Mario Brothers two. This guy's been on my list for quite quite some time, and I was honestly when I was putting together the show notes, I was telling Matt before we started recording, I was just gonna do Super Mario two uh, mm-hmm. itself, and it, it's it's relatively short. And then I was like, you know what? We got time. These tracks are super short. Let's throw in the Doki Doki Panic soundtrack, too, because, you know, why the heck not, right? Fy the walk not, as they say. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that caught me way by surprise. I, I like to try to catch you by surprise at least once per episode. Well, then it's all downhill from here. It is all downhill from here. <laughs> so, um, Matt, yes, hit sir. us with some history. Gladly. Super Mario Bros. 2 was released on October 9th, 1988, here in America for the Nintendo Entertainment System, but its release is a little more complicated than that. As many of you may know, the game we know as Super Mario Bros. 2 in the United States is quite different than the Super Mario Bros. 2 released in Japan. While the Japanese Super Mario Bros. 2 looks and plays like a frustratingly difficult version of the first Super Mario Bros. game, our Super Mario Bros. 2 is actually a reskinned and revamped version of the Famicom Disk System game. Yumi Koju Doki Doki Panic. Did I say that right? Uh, I don't know. You Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic? Sure. <laughs> Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic. Look, neither of us are Japanese, nor do either of us speak Japanese. Nope. We could be pronouncing it completely wrong. It's got a bunch yeah. of lines over the O's. Like, you know, sure. It actually looks like someone's face. It kind of does. It's adorable. Featuring characters based on the mascots for Fuji TV's Media Technology Expo at the time, as the story goes, Nintendo of America thought the original Mario 2 was too hard for the American audiences, and just not very fun to play, so they decided to swap out the characters in Yumi Koji Doki Doki Panic for Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Princess Toadstool. The game was such a huge success that in 1992 it was actually released for the Famicom in Japan as Super Mario USA, 
and many of the characters introduced in the game, such as Shy Guys, Sniffits, Birdo, and more, have become Mario Universe mainstays. The characters weren't the only changes made for Mario 2, though. The music itself, while largely the same, was actually extended in a few cases. Since it's fun and the songs are pretty short, we're going to go ahead and treat you to the Doki Doki Panic versions as well. As for the music itself, it was composed by Mr. Koji Kondo of Mario and Zelda fame. The soundtrack isn't all that long, but it features some of the Mario series' most memorable tunes, and it is an absolute joy to listen to to this day. Yeah. Now, we recently opened up a Facebook uh, community page. Uh, if you just search for Waveback on the, the old Facebooks there, you can find it and uh, <laughs> ask us for, for an invite, and we'll gladly let you in. Uh, so I just wanted to read a couple of uh, the, the posts we got. Before you dive in really, really quickly, um, I wanted to say something about this uh, Toki Do- um, Mario 2 and uh, Doki Doki Panic. I watched uh, a video recently... Um, I forget, I believe it's like Game Histories or the, uh, that's their channel, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it actually talked about it and it went into great detail. And um, so if you really are interested in this subject, I'll go ahead and I'll post it on said Facebook page. And so we can all chat about that. So this was a decent segue. And to back to you, Chris, for comments. So Jonathan Robert uh, posts, I like this game and I support it. Those mask things, just had to look up the name, Fanto, literally scared the hell out of me as a kid. (laughs) Them and the underwater level in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the source of all anxiety in my life. Uh, Yes, Jonathan. Fantos are terrifying. And yet somehow in the the original Doki Doki Panic, they're a bit more terrifying. (laughs) They, uh, because they... So the the Phantos in Mario Two were the the masks, the really just demonic faces on them. Yeah. In Mario in Doki Doki Panic, they're really unsettling because they have blank expressions on them, like they look like serial killer murder masks. They're <laughs> they're freakish. Anyway, uh, in Matthew Much, he wrote, I enjoy the title screen and the first stage music and the second stage music as well as the underground type theme. I'm very bad at this game and have heard nothing further. (laughs) To which I replied, well, you've heard pretty much the whole soundtrack because there's not a whole lot more music than what happens in the first couple of levels. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get your opinions read on the air, check out our uh, Facebook community. We, We like to have chats about video game music. It's a lot of fun. You know, and then sometimes we tie in in jokes. It's it's true. Sometimes we do. So, Matt, what's your history with with Super Mario Brothers Two? Um, I own it. I own it. I think when it came out, um, I played a bunch of it. You know, being a lad uh, of young age, I I wasn't very good at video games, and to this day, there's still quite a few video games that that vex me to no extent. The Mario series is definitely among some of them. Um, yeah, I never beat part two. I, I really enjoyed it though. I, I like the graphics a lot. It's uh, a very good looking NES game. Yeah, it really is. And it introduced one of my favorite, um, Mario villains, the shy guys, oh, which shy guys are great, which incidentally, uh, if I think about it, I'll post it or I'll just link it. Uh, many years ago I was invited to a Halloween party where the, um, the theme was video game characters. So I made a makeshift shy guy costume and I went and I did not win. Uh, I think I placed second or third in the contest. Uh, A good friend of mine went as Starman. Uh, His wife does, you know, um, 
what's the thing? She fabricated the whole costume. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Very jealous. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and I'll post that on the uh, the Facebooks so that way it entices you more. Gum, oh, yes. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> and yourself? Well, uh, I had played the original Super Mario Brothers and grew rather obsessed with it. And then shortly shortly thereafter discovered that Super Mario 2 was a thing because you know, I didn't get my NES you know, back in 85, 86. So uh, it wasn't that long before I discovered Super Mario Brothers 2 and was just completely enamored by it. I love the instruction manual, the the story of Mario and you know falling asleep and then all of his friends show up there. And it just was just this wonderful expansion of that world. And it reminds me of probably my favorite time in all of Mario was the, the time between Mario 2 and Mario 3 where the Mario games weren't uh, stuck in the rut that they have been since Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm. And I don't mean that they've been stuck in a rut from a gameplay perspective because they're still they're brilliantly imaginative and, and wonderful and some of the some of my favorite games in the world, especially Super Mario World. But um, back when it was Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario Land, Mario 3, and then, you know, to an extent Mario World and then Mario Land 2, Mario had a rogues gallery. You know, it wasn't 100% of the time if there's a new Mario game, Bowser is the villain. It's He, he wasn't Dr. Wily at that point. It was Mario 1, it was Bowser. Mario 2, it was Wart. Mario Land, it was Tatanga. Then Mario 3, Return of Bowser. Then Mario World, okay, Bowser again, but, you know, there now he's in a clown car. That's kind of cool. <laughs> and then Mario Land 2 was Wario, and then every single Mario game since then is Bowser, 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 Bowser. Bowser. Yeah. So, eh. You know, is what it is, but I loved this time where it was, you just really didn't know what the hell was going to happen in the next Mario game. You just had no idea uh, because the, the, the game being this different was kind of the, I never, never even suspected it wasn't a real Mario game because Zelda 2 was a real Zelda game. There was nothing like the first one. Castlevania 2 was a, a violent reimagining. Yeah. Like these kinds of sequels were expected back then um, that games would reinvent themselves. And uh, so this never really struck me as odd. And I was I remember reading the um, uh, Mario Mania was which the essentially Nintendo Power Strategy Guide for Super Mario World. But I had this whole bit in the beginning that was like this Mario encyclopedia and it showed a screenshot of Doki Doki Panic. And I was like, what? (laughs) And it was obviously years and years before I was able to actually play uh, the Famicom Disk System version of Doki Doki Panic, which I, I own. I do have the disc. Uh, it's a, it's a really neat thing, but it's um the differences are really really weird. Like it's such a strange game, and uh, you would think that if they were uh, a, a lot of people say that it's just a reskin, like it's the same game that they just reskinned. But it's not, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's the same levels, it's the same enemies, it's it's almost the same game. But you know, for example, Doki Doki Panic, you have to beat the entire game with all four characters. Like you yep. can't, you you have to beat every single level. You always you know, have to pick, you know, all right, the next character has to get through this level. The next character, same levels over and over again. Um, and, you know, obviously different story because there's different characters and stuff. Um, a lot of neat subtle differences, but uh, the music itself was one of the fun things to experience when playing the original version. Just, uh, you know, wow, this is like, it's the same, but it's just a bit off, uh, which you guys are all gonna going to hear because... That's what we're here for. So, uh, are you ready to start this thing? Oh, yeah, man. Let's do it. 
Awesome. Let's get to work. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into the Super Mario Brothers. To, we're gonna swap back and forth between Mario Two and then Doki Doki Panic. So uh, we're gonna start with the Super Mario Brothers Two title screen. An excellent, excellent song. This is a um, it's a it's a rendition of the underwater theme from Super Mario One, and uh, it's just a super fun, super fun piece of music. So let's give it a listen. Enjoy. the title screen what a what a great way to start off this game huh i it's one of my favorite intro songs it's so um simple honestly. it is it's it's just a it has that really old-timey piano uh like little ragtime piano kind of feel to it like it's yes if you're watching a silent picture and all the characters are in black are in black and white and it tells you the the little the little backstory of what's going on in the game and uh, i just loved that it was an immediate throwback to mario one by you know it being music from Mario one, just reimagined mm-hmm. in a, in a different flavor. So there's your connective tissue right there. You're, you're immediately <laughs> playing a Mario game and uh, it's, it's, it was just such a cool little world expansion and it's a great tune. It's one of the, the great tunes from the original game. It's one of the most memorable and a wonderful rendition of it. I, you know, I, I, I couldn't say much more than you already have. It's, it's, um, I, I, I kept thinking vaudeville, but that's, that's the ragtime of it. Exactly. Yeah, know? exactly. It's that it's that situation. It's it's good it's like vintage movie storytelling music and that's awesome. It's weird though. Uh it keeps making me think though of um Super Mario 3, the intro with the curtains and stuff. Again, uh-huh. the ragtime thing, the stage. I almost like for some reason my brain is mixing up the two and I don't see the 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 screens from Mario 2. I see Mario 3, which is bizarre, but... Well, it's it's I, funny that you bring that up, because uh, <laughs> one of the interesting factoids about this, and, and one of these days we're going to figure out how we want to handle Super Mario All-Stars on this show, but mm. what they did for Super Mario All-Stars was um, they added music to all the title screens in the, uh, the, the Super Mario games, and the music that they added were, were all renditions of the underwater theme from Super Mario 1. Mm. Uh, which the only game that originally had that as the title screen music was Super Mario 2, this one, right. uh, which wasn't even originally a Mario game. So when Go you figure. play the, the All-Stars version of Mario 3, you do get a, a very trumpety, very jazzy version of yeah. uh, that, that underwater theme. It's sounding familiar. I remember Mario All-Stars, and I remember really enjoying it. I just don't quite remember the music that, you know, stuff. The specific Super Nintendo instrumentation right. of yeah, all these songs. Yeah, yeah. It's all faded in the, somewhere in the back of my brain. Yeah. Well, when we do that episode, it'll be a, a really fun trip down memory lane. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun with All-Stars. So now, if you are uh, overly familiar with all of Super Mario Brothers 2, especially its ending, uh, you're going to get a real kick out of this this next track, because this is the, uh, the title screen music from Doki Doki Panic, and um, it's, a, it's a, a song that's totally unique to this game. But it is very similar to the ending music when Mario is asleep in um, uh, in Super Mario Brothers Two. So when you when you 
having that knowledge, which is also super weird because you'd think, oh, I get it. So this is kind of like in the original game, it was like bookends. You know, the title screen music was then reprised in the ending sequence. But the ending music for Mario 2 is not in Doki Doki Panic because it wasn't all a dream for that for that game. Right. Uh, they were all just sucked into a book or something. Again, yes. they were they were sucked into a book, which is interesting because when you look at Super Mario Brothers 2 and they have the uh, the screens that show um, like what the level is, they look like a stack of paper. Mm-hmm. It's actually in Doki Doki Panic. It, it's a book. And what they did for Mario 2 is they just cut the book part in, in half because, you know, it was an open pages and that that stack of paper effect was reversed on the other side. So it looked like a book. But instead, they just kind of chopped the book part off, and then it just looks like a stack of steadily getting smaller pieces of paper. It's really weird. But <laughs> when you see them side by side, it's like, oh, I get it. That's supposed That was supposed to be a book, and they just kind of changed it into whatever the heck this is. So super interesting. Sometimes I love it game. works, and sometimes it doesn't. All right. Well, here is the title screen music from uh, Doki Doki Panic. Enjoy. title from uh from doki doki panic so if, if you've never actually seen this sequence it's the, the the characters in the game standing around a a book and one of them gets sucked into the book obviously when the music turns off da, 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 and um <laughs> and you know then adventure begins yay so yeah this is a it, it, you know nice nice title screen music not really um again there's not a lot to say about it just because it's a uh, it's it is just exactly what it is. Good little, good little setup. It's not overly catchy, but uh, again, it's it's neat to hear that little, you know, those those instrumentation differences between the the disc system and the NES. You know, mm-hmm. like that kind of chimey noise that that's playing the right, and that's the the part that's reprised in the ending of Super Mario Brothers two. Mm-hmm. But um, neat and interesting piece of music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I actually really liked it, uh, and there was a part of me that kind of wanted it to go on for like another forty seconds or something. I don't know. Well, uh, speaking of things <laughs> that go on for another forty seconds, <laughs> uh, set them up, knock them down. <clears throat> That's right. So what we're gonna listen to next is the next piece of music that shows up in both of these games, which is the character select music. Um, and at first it's just going to seem like a very slight uh, instrumentation difference between the two of them, but actually the, uh, the, this is the first instance of a song just being, uh, extended and well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for, for you guys to listen to. This has always been one of my all time favorite songs in the Mario franchise. And, uh, it has recently been, um, reused a couple of times like in super mario 3d world this was used for um bonus stage music and i, I just love it when it comes up this is such a great tune um so here is character select from super mario brothers 2 enjoy Thank you. 
right, that's the character selects music from uh, Super Mario Brothers Two, and uh, yeah, it's I, I could I could just listen to that. <laughs> I could just listen to that for way longer than than is reasonable. Um, it's such a joyous little tune, and that the the bit where the again with the ragtime piano, just uh, you know, it's all like lots of staccato notes and this cool little like ch -ch 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 drum things. Like everything's really short, and then it just kind of expands and then explodes into the. This <laughs> 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 is fun. It's such, just just a fun piece, of fun fun track. Love it. No, absolutely. Um. I, I agree with you when it pops up in, in other places. It's very much like, ooh, I love this song. And then, you, you know, you're kind of bopping along to it. I like the secondary, the, the second piece that comes up right afterwards, uh, where it like, um, uh, how do I explain it? It's a, it does the sway kind of piece. And I, yeah. I think I like, you know. Yeah. Like big flowing uh, ballroom skirts like come to mind. And it's just like this. I see this whole like thing in front of me. And that's what's wonderful about the, uh, really what's so wonderful about this soundtrack in general is how it evokes so much, uh, so much, just such a presence uh, from the music in this game is really, I, I, it's, I feel like it's one of the things that Koji Kano doesn't get enough credit for because you always think he's the guy who did the Mario theme and the Zelda theme, but really this is some of his very best work is, is Super Mario 2. It's it's beyond delightful, and I love, I really especially love the Mario Two stuff because as we're about to hear, um, the the diff the original version of the player select screen is, uh, like I said, it's gonna seem seem the same at first, but it's actually a little bit of a different animal. So let's go ahead and give it a listen, and then then talk about it. Here's player select from Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so all that stuff we were just talking about, how much we love the sweeping part and the little ragtime piano, it's just not part of the song. That's a shame. It just it just loops that over and over and over again. Um, and it's not bad, but it's uh, it's not the same. It's 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 really shocking, you know, when you when you when you turn this on, you're expect and you know what to expect. Like as somebody who had played Super Mario two so much, and then I, you know try out doki doki panic and that just keeps looping like yeah where's the rest of it yeah yeah definitely. <laughs> it's just not yeah. there where's the rest of it hey, yeah you kind of grow accustomed to that's that's i guess maybe some of the the flaws in you know having a game that was only in japan and then you know the fans want it and we eventually get it and it's like uh maybe i didn't want this or mm -hmm. you just you know you just let down a little bit like oh but that's such you know the stuff that they put in is so much more awesome. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, Doki Doki Panic is one of those things that's never going to get ported to anything because it's tied with this TV. You know, it's tied yeah. with sort of Fuji TV and all that stuff. They would have to license those specific rights to get this specific, you know, slightly more obtuse version of the one of the most popular games. And that's just never going to happen. But it's, yeah, it's just financially not worth it. Exactly. But, yeah. you know, it's, it, getting the opportunity to actually play it or even just watching a video of it, it's really. I, I find it endlessly fascinating just just the, noticing all those little differences between this version and that. Um, and, you know, just seeing all the artwork and stuff and seeing like, well, here's yeah. Birdo, who is a Mario character, but actually wasn't a Mario character. 
think her I think in in Doki Doki Panic Birdo was 100% a girl from day 1 and I believe her mm-hmm. name was Catherine but uh <laughs> So all right let's get to let's get to the goods let's get to the real goods this is as good as Meat. it gets right here one of my all-time all-time favorite video game tunes ever oh this is a, a gosh dang masterpiece uh <laughs> It really doesn't get a whole lot better than this. Uh, let's go ahead and dive in to Overworld from Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 2. There's no part of that I don't love. No. There's no part of that I don't love. There's not, a, there's not a bad section in that song. There's not. There's not a bad section, not a bad flavor. All the... Every use of the instruments, just the, the fade-ins, the fade-outs, the stretches, the, the staccatos, the all the, the drums are so perfect, so just... just just spot the f on that walking bass line oh uh, the bass line is ridiculous and what's yeah. great what's great in super mario Bros. 2 is during any point in the game you can pause it and just listen to the bass line which is so great that you can do that <laughs> it'll just cut cuts everything out except for the drums and the bass a very random feature but a good one nonetheless <laughs> a great one just just a great one i don't know I if even... you can do that in doki doki panic hmm I don't. I don't remember. But. I have to look that up. I really. I even like the the piano. The that. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Again, very ragtime piano. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the stride playing and the the yeah, yeah just the handwork. Good stuff. It's it's a really and again it's another song where I sit here and I hear the opening parts. And I'm like, that's great. But then the second piece it goes into, I'm like, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's and, a song. That gets better as it plays. Yeah, and I like how during that got kind of um that 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 second chunk of it where it goes into like a little bit more of a minor notes before it goes back to the main chunk mm-hmm. where they they make those little snare hits um louder. You know the doom that just gets a little bit louder mm-hmm. and it really adds to the it's so dynamic because then it all just goes back to normal with the it, it loops back around to that and it all just kind of calms down a little bit it, it's it's such a 
brilliant piece. It's it's so cool. It's it's uh, similar to the original Super Mario Brothers theme. It's one of those things that I feel like a lot of people take take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you really start to dissect it, it's 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 so brilliant. It's so well done. Yeah, I think behind. Uh, uh, I think behind the first Mario Brothers themes, you know, it, that's classic. It's quintessential. I think though this this follows up so close as a second as like uh, very yeah, stuck to the game. Like this is a Mario Brothers song. Like I think this is one of those songs that's so recognizable. Yeah, it's ex- it's extremely iconic. Yeah, iconic. That's why I, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. <laughs> so with that in mind, um, this is this is one of those. It's gonna. It's it's gonna hit you weird. Um, this is <laughs> similar to the player select. Here is what Overworld sounded like in Doki Doki Panic. Doki Doki Panic. You know, it's just as good. It's it's obviously it's missing some of the charm that was put in. <clears throat> excuse me to to the Mario Brothers two soundtrack, but it's just as good. I don't know that I'd agree that it's just as good because well, I feel okay. like the 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 chunk that's missing is is really what kind of ties it together. It's missing the whole. It's missing that whole part. It, it and certainly so when it, it loops without that. It just kind of feels a little empty. Uh, yeah, a little empty. You're right. It is almost as good because really it's um the the lack of the instrument change. You know, I feel like the instrument choice in Mario Two is a. Uh, is just a lot more bold and, and, and a lot more full, really similar mm-hmm. to what we were talking about when we did the castle of any comparison, the, the science yes. quest comparison. Um, I, I feel like a lot of this stuff feels a little bit more hollow. Um, mm-hmm. but that said, it, you, you're right. It is still very, very good, but missing that part though. Yeah. I don't, when I said it was almost as good, I don't mean it's like a, a close second. It's, it's a good piece. It, it contains a lot of what Mario two, uh, overworld has, but yeah, the pieces that it's missing, they're like, you know, they're the, I don't want to say bread and butter, but they're like, you know, they're a, they're a solid chunk of, of what makes the Mario 2 overworld uh, piece as fantastic as it is. And you were saying before about the 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 rag, rag timey like that yeah. little bit <laughs> yeah. that that doesn't sound as good with this instrument because then the 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 NES the NES one as opposed to the FDS one the NES one sounds a little bit more like the you know the old timey piano so that doesn't sound so unnatural when they do that that part uh, right as, as it does in the the Doki Doki Panic version I don't know that I had a problem with I almost didn't even notice it I mean uh, I but I think you have in this instance, I think you're a little more attuned to the differences between 
you know, NES and, and the FDS. Me, a- FDS is still very foreign territory for me, no pun mm-hmm. intended. <laughs> it's really un- uncharted for me, so. I, it's it's also partially because I've been listening to this, like, on loop for a while. <laughs> True. Yeah, you are that guy. I am that guy. <laughs> I just find these these comparisons so fascinating. Well, of course. All right. Uh, so th- so these are two tracks that are going to be pretty similar to one another. Um, but they're the the differences are not at all what I would expect. And it was another thing that when I finally got to this part in the game, I found incredibly jarring because it's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this is a great uh, a great tune. Um, I I think it is probably the best underground tune that has ever been in a Mario game. Mm. Um, I, I like it more than your do 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 do. I like it more than that, mm. which you know I like that song. But this is this is good. This is solid. This is Underworld from Super Mario Brothers Two. <laughs> so cool it's like i love the bongo sound they got going on in the background there it's it's so cool it's such a cool tune and it's so short and you're in these areas for a long time so it's one of those songs that when i heard this you know the the version of doki doki panic it was very easy to tell what was different about it because you know this is so ingrained in my brain from all the time i spent with mario 2 which was which was a lot. I mean, I beat this game backwards and forwards more times than I can count. I even found like a handful of really fun glitches just as a kid from, from, you know, screwing around in it, which, uh, I'll talk about those in a little bit, uh, when we get to this, those songs, but, um, yeah, this is such a good song. The, um, you know, I agree for, let me, let me first say, I absolutely agree. <laughs> um, it is everything you said. It's like a sly song. It, it gives me, you know, uh, detached from the game, it gives me a sense of, like, temple, inside of a temple maybe, a sand stage of some sort, of desert stage maybe. Mm-hmm. But, um, and there is even some of that too, if I remember correctly, in Mario, Super Mario 2. Definitely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, the bongos are kind of the funniest part to me. Not funny like, haha, look at them. But they're the funniest part to me because I don't know that at the time I would have expected to hear something like that. And I think a lot of Mario 2, both graphically, uh, gameplay-wise, and um, musically, of course, are a departure from a lot of what was happening. You know, not just a departure from Super Mario Bros. 1. You know, let's let's forget why, you know, we never got Super Mario Bros. 2, the original one. Oh, it's too hard or whatever. It's definitely a departure. It is from- too hard. Super Mario Brothers, the Japanese Super Mario yeah. Brothers 2 is not a good game. 
<laughs> and I wish it was because I love every Mario game, but I don't love that game. And I just, <laughs> when I finally got to play it as the lost levels in Super yeah. Mario All-Stars, I was yep. like, I can't believe I finally get to play this because I played it when I was really little at a, um, a friend of the family. Like some, some I don't even remember what the, the connection was because I never saw these people again, but they had a <laughs> Famicom there. They, they had a Famicom gypsies. disc system. And I got to play Super Mario Brothers 2 before I knew Super Mario Brothers 2 was a thing. Wow. And I thought that I imagined it. You know, because <laughs> I was I was pretty I was pretty young and I was like, sure. what the heck is this? This is so weird. This is so cool. Yeah. And like I remember this place. I remember the what it would felt like in the inside of this house. I remember like there they had a pool, which is where everybody else was. And I was inside just completely dumbfounded by this disc system thing. Mm -hmm. And then we left and I never, you know, there was no internet. I couldn't look it up. There was nothing for me sure. to look it up in. And then Super Mario Brothers 2 happened and I played that and I was like, Wait a second. I must have just imagined this thing um, because it was it was just Super Mario Brothers 1, except it yeah. looked a little weird. The trees were different shapes. And th that's what I remember very specifically was the trees being a different shape. And then when that Mario Mania guide came out years later, I was like, holy crap, I didn't make this up. This was real. Years, years and years in your years own head. Years later, and just yeah. vind sweet vindication. Seriously thought I made it up and I, <laughs> I did not. And um. Uh, so yeah, when I finally did get to play that game, then eventually the virtual console for the Wii, uh, mm -hmm. they, they gave us just Japanese Super Mario Brothers 2 and I played that version. Uh, and also I played through the version in, um, uh, new, uh, sorry, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe for the Game Boy Color. I've played through this game several times. It is not good. <laughs> it is, it is mean. It is just mean spirited. It is <laughs> reverse warp zones. Like. How? Yeah. Oh God! You get to the, the warp zone. It's just like, well, this you can either jump in this pipe and go back six worlds, or you can fall in this hole and die. Like, isn't damn? Isn't one of the first uh, interactions with a mushroom a poison mushroom that kills you? Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you didn't read the instruction manual, there's no way for you to tell because in Super Mario All Stars they made it look all like poison and mean and angry. It has a skull on it and it's purple. Yeah. And then you know, in the super new regular version, you just it just looks like a mushroom it's just a different color like all right what does this one do oh it oh, kills me that's, no, that's great good 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 job yep. red red piranha, piranha plants they jump out at you no matter if you're standing next to the pipe yep. or not all right cool yep. yeah we'll, we'll do that what's wind oh cool there's wind now yep <laughs> gotta contest with that good times <laughs> what the hell's the a world and the b world and why is bowser in the this outdoor palace in the sky what is happening right now game <laughs> plays like a weirdo rom hack it is not good this game is outstanding though mario 2 is outstanding i don't even know how we got here i just went on this weird tirade i don't even remember how we got here i didn't want to stop you it's nah. because i i mentioned let's not even get into the the reason why we never got mario 2 and you're like you know what i'm gonna tell you exactly why we didn't get that <laughs> i don't care what you just said 30 seconds ago we're gonna do this <laughs> well, I want to jump into this track before it gets AO too far out of everyone's head. Um, yes. Just, so, just for the comparison of it. This is The Underworld from Yume Koju Doki Doki Panic. So, so Matt, what's it's, the big difference? Oh, geez. Apart from speed, uh, it's just less sinister sped up. It 
it even feels almost like pitched up a half step if that's uh, a possible possibility yeah it sounds that way but it's not it's weird this is that is almost like that track is 26 seconds long and the super mario brothers super mario brothers 2 one is 43 seconds long like it's twice as fast it's crazy it, it it has it's got to be the the tempo the speed at which it's yeah it's, exactly it's just it's just played at a faster tempo it's not actually you know pitched up or anything it's yeah. it's it's totally missing the bongos yeah um, of course but it does still it it does still do the whole dynamic bit which is cool where uh, the um the bass act the the do 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 that the the, mm-hmm. the two notes at the end are actually doubled up with a you know a, a separate layer um so it it is just as I guess dynamic is the original one, and it's not really missing a chunk of the song. It's still just as repetitive, but it's without those bongos and with it being so fast, mm-hmm. it it's it's just not as good. It, it just it, loses it, so much character. Which is ironic to say because Doki Doki Panic came out first, so for us to say like, oh, it, it, loses, it loses something. Yeah, no, it doesn't lose anything. No, just, we gained the something. Precisely. The, yeah. And Koji Kondo having the opportunity to go through and just fix this music like not that it was necessarily broken to begin with but really more like build upon it yeah take another pass at it um yeah it's really wonderful seeing what he came up with oh absolutely yeah so let's keep on going to uh to to this wonderful bit and this is um the the, so so this and is kind of combined with the next the next different song um this is the inverted on overworld. So basically when you get the potions and you go through the door and it plays the original super Mario brothers theme, uh, which is super cool. And if you've never done the weird glitch that I discovered when I was a kid, uh, you may have never actually heard the full version of this because when you go in there, it, you only have a certain, a certain set of time that you can be in the inverted overworld before uh, it just kicks you back out. So um, there's a little bit, there's almost a full verse of the original Super Mario Brothers tune. So what's cool is, and I don't know how exactly I discovered this as a kid, just because I used to love screwing around with the music, I kind of figured out that um, accidentally the way that the, the game tells itself what music to, to revert to. Um, so you, you get a star man. And then whatever when you the 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 Starman wears off, it reverts to whatever music is in the stage that you're in. So if you get a Starman before you go into subspace, and then you leave subspace, you know voluntarily, like you just go back through the door right as the Starman is ending, it will revert to this version of the Overworld music instead of the regular Overworld music. Mm. So you can play the rest of the stage with the Super Mario sneaky, One music playing sneaky. instead of Super Mario Brothers Two. Um, it's a completely pointless trick, but I do it every time <laughs> I play because I just I love that I figured this out, and it's just so neat to run around with this music playing. So, um, and what else is super fascinating about this is that the inverted overworld is a direct tie to Super Mario One, and since Doki Doki Panic was its own thing, sub subspace is what it's called is a totally different song. Um, but let's start with the wonderfulness that is the Super Mario Brothers Two rendition of the Super Mario One theme. Inverted Overworld. Enjoy. (laughs) 
inverted overworld i don't think there's anything to say about that <laughs> right it's, it's it's mario brothers one yeah it's mario one music it's just a neat dreamy version of it you know yeah it's, it's slower it, it's it's got all that reverb on it right and obviously it's missing a lot of the song because it would never play that long like unless you glitch it out the, the song will never play long enough to go through a loop so it's right. it's not really bothersome that there isn't a loop but um it's a really cool sounding version of it. I love how it's just just kind of off and super dreamy and super out there because, you know, you go into that inverted overworld and like the world's backwards and it's black. It's just weird. Everything about this game is weird, but I love it. I like it. It's like a like a little Easter egg. Exactly. It was so exciting every time I got into one of those worlds and I'd be like, ah, Mario, what music? I love it. I love callbacks like that. You know, it's it's callback. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a wonderful callback and uh, a a super cool thing. So uh, if go ahead, I want want you to I want you to give me a guess on exactly what kind of music you think you're about to hear here for uh, because, you know, you go in the inverted overworld in Super Mario 2 and it's this great treat. This is this cool little musical Easter egg thrown right at you. What do you think we're going to hear for subspace? Oh man! Uh, my first instinct is to say uh, "dog poop on a plate" because you said "treat." Um, I th- I don't know what to expect honestly. Uh, based on the name "subspace," uh, I'm gonna say it's. I don't want to say sci-fi esque. I'm gonna say something like, uh, space like. Okay, I mean, uh, it is the in, same that in that it's in that it's sparse. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. (laughs) Well, let's give it a listen. Here is Subspace from Doki Doki Panic. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I I was not prepared for that. (laughs) The other thing is, too, for some reason... uh, I may have mentioned this before when we do the show. I'm I'm looking at waveforms inside of a program that's playing the music. Mm-hmm. So I, I was trying to guess, but for some reason, a handful of the tracks are misreading. They're telling me they're five minute songs, and I'm like, that's not possible. And I'm looking, <laughs> I'm watching the waveforms as a play, and I'm not like, that doesn't make any sense. So I wasn't sure what I was looking at was accurate, but it was. Um, <laughs> I still had no clue. That was interesting. It was like a weird cross between like a. Eastern music, like a a, a Middle Eastern uh, take on some not not a take on I I, I, I expressed that wrong. It's like um they're trying to take the Middle Eastern flutes mm-hmm. and flavor and and make something. Now I envision someone on a flying carpet through space and. That's well, it's, of you know, you, you bring that up, but that's the, there was a very Middle Eastern vibe to all of Super Mario Brothers, uh, sorry, Doki Doki Panic. Yes. I mean, you know, the characters wearing a turban and whatnot Correct. like that. It's, genie pants and stuff. Ex- exactly. Best. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of genie pants. <laughs> a lot of genie pants. They were as far as the eye could see, kid. It was like hammer pants in the 90s. Whoa. Just couldn't get, could get around them. You couldn't. Literally, you couldn't. They were just yeah, so were big humongous. when inflated. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's really not much to say about this track because it's kind of a nothing track. I just love how weird it is, and I I love how surprised I was when I first heard it. Like, because I went into the game thinking, okay, what are they gonna do for you know what do the original versions sound mm-hmm. like? You know, because obviously it's not gonna be the Super Mario Brothers theme, or maybe it is. Oh no, it's just a bunch of oh, it's totally noises. not. Yeah, <laughs> okay. 
I don't know that I want to listen to that for more than like 45 seconds. Yeah, well, fortunately, you you never have to. It's Thank just, God. Just doesn't just doesn't come up. We do this so you don't have to. Precisely. <laughs> All right, here's another completely different track because um you get an, a Starman for invincibility. Amusingly enough, you do get a Starman for invincibility in Doki Doki Panic as well. Right. Um, but that's you know it floats up from the bottom of the screen instead of bouncing around like a regular Starman does. Um, but for Super Mario 2, we got the traditional Starman tune, and it's a totally different song in Doki Doki Panic. So let's listen to the awesome rendition of Starman from Super Mario Brothers 2. So what I lo- I've always loved so much about that is the stinking bongos again. Wait a second. Where was David Bowie? Sorry. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The bongos in that song are... This is the time when I say those bongos are funny. And it I'll just turns the Starman into a freaking party, you know? Because <laughs> it's always been this, like, you know, super exciting tune. But in this one, it's just like, it's a party! Yeah! You hear that coming? What is that? Oh, it's a party. Oh, Mario got the star. And then, like, like a mobile disco, he runs on by... <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it so much. It was, again, probably my favorite version of the Starman tune is this one. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they so. don't change all that much from, no. from game to game. Um, but... you get little, you get little flair, a little bit of flair. You get a little bit of flavor. You know, like the bongos in this one versus Super Mario Brothers One. Uh-huh. You just had the melody, you know. But now they throw in the bongos, and they, like you said, it become it it elevates it to you know, a new kind of like this song was good, but now it's more good. Yeah. Now it's more gooder. Yeah. More gooder. All right. So here is uh here is what invincibility sounded like in Doki Doki panic. Um, and don't worry. It's much better than subspace. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good invincibility music. I really, really, really like that. Right? It just it it's just just adds up. I mean, it's no Starman theme, but it's a pretty darn wow. good tune. It could have used some bongos. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're gonna make T-shirts at some point on the front to say it could have used more bongos. Could have used some bongos. If you want your official wave back T-shirt that says it could have used more bongos, let us know on our Facebook forum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, my only complaint about this song is the lack of percussion, because even the original NES uh, super, um, Starman tune had the, you know, basically a very similar, just a sped yeah. up version of the beat to the regular song. Mm-hmm. And this has, has, has nothing. It reminds me a lot of the invincibility music from um, Stinger for NES. Um, oh, but it's wow. a, it's, it's a good tune. It's a catchy little tune. I like it. I, I, what, I think my favorite part, I mean, I think the whole piece was great. Like, I, I think I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Uh, and it's actually still in my head, so that's saying a lot. Uh, I like the bass line to it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's very, a very good, driving, good. bouncing little bass line to yep. the, what is really essentially just a small... I mean, in some cases, you, you might even argue it's a throwaway uh, piece of music, but it's a great tune. I like it. Cool. All right, now these next two are are remarkably similar. I just included them because we included literally every other track to compare. Um, So uh, so we had room for it. We had room Uh. for it. Here is the boss music from Super Mario Brothers Two. (laughs) 
had on the repetitive side, but that's fine. It's boss music. Does its job. I I absolutely love that track, actually. Yeah, it's very memorable. Uh it's it it does exactly what it needs to do. Yep. I like the the subtle reverb on it, you know, it's it's just menacing enough, but also with the instrument choices, it's it's also like you know, it's like when the twirly mustache guy comes out and ties the woman to the train tracks in the old time. Oh movies, my god, that's exactly know? what it's like. <laughs> it's 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 that. It's it's not like we're well, not in real danger here. Like this is this is movie theater danger. This is <laughs> ringing your hands danger. It's a, it's uh, a good tune. Ringing your hands danger. All right. So before we jump any any further into actually dissecting this piece, this is what this song sounded like on the Famicom Disk System in a track called Catherine. It's not very different, but it, it, the notes sustain. Um, I was going to say this might sound strange given my proclivity towards different sounds of different systems, but I actually kind of liked Catherine more. Really? I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure why. Maybe it's because like you said, the, um, the notes hang a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's, they're very, they're very, um, you know, they're they're staccato with lots of um, reverb in Super Mario Two, but in this one, there's no reverb. They're just they sustain longer, right? And it's like milliseconds. There's literally yeah. a difference of like milliseconds, and I guess that's it. I I like Catherine more than the and I like boss music. Yeah, yeah. Know, from from Mario Two, I I like Catherine a little bit more. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Well, I wor- certainly won't argue with you there. <laughs> you, I wouldn't. All right, here's another pair of tracks that are mostly mostly the same. Um, it's I love this song so much, so much. This is one of those cool things where when you're playing old Nintendo games way back in the day, um, getting to the last boss and seeing the ending, part of what made that such a cool experience was that you were almost guaranteed new music. And boy, when you fall into Wart's Chamber in Super Mario Bros. 2... And just, I mean, obviously the sound of Wart, like, spitting those nasty ball things at you or whatever, uh, it, it was imposing enough, but, oh, boy, this music is so good. This music is, like, this This is proper menacing right here. This is good, good final boss music, and I love it so much. Uh, so here is Wart from Super Mario Brothers 2. Enjoy. <laughs> proper menacing all right right it's you know what's what's what just occurred to me is that you used this word um when we were talking about uh some of the music in i think it was our 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 spooky special Mm -hmm. it's manic Mm. yeah it's it's it starts off as like proper menacing but just when it goes around to when it builds up for getting ready to do the loop 
that's just straight up manic sounding. And it was, it really adds to the stress of the whole situation. I mean, I was going to say, I don't think that's by accident either. That's definitely by design. Oh, absolutely. No, no question in my mind. Uh, I'll always think of uh, my friend growing up who couldn't play uh, timed levels. He, uh, he had anxiety, you know, what mm. we call anxiety nowadays. Um, and he would get very manic and he couldn't concentrate and like, like, you could see him short circuit and he's like, you play. And he'd, he'd give me the controller because I had this ability to kind of just like tune it out and just kind of figure out the task at hand. So to say by design, I, I, I've i seen it in action. And I'm, sh- you know, we're all gamers. If you're listening to this, I we can only assume you're a gamer. And, you know, we know <laughs> we know what you guys are doing, you you dastardly game developers. But it's a, this, this was a tough boss battle. I remember it took me a, several tries to get through Wart because he takes a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the traditional Mario rule of three. Yeah. Um, and the thing about Wart is that you can't just throw vegetables at him. You have to get them in his mouth, which was <laughs> a pretty unique thing at the time because, you know, you yeah. read in the instruction manual that he's allergic to vegetables, and that's just hilarious. But... You know, he just looks like a regular sprite, but there's a hitbox there that once his mouth is open, he's attacking you. But there's Mm -hmm. a brief moment where he's not actually spitting that stuff out at you that you can throw a vegetable right in his mouth. And he (laughs) hates it. I love the look on his face when you actually get one in his mouth. His eyes just go all bugged. and He's like, oh, (laughs) the animation for it is really good. The sprite, uh, the sprite work at that point is it's among some of the best for you know, uh, an NES game. It is, and Wart was such a cool villain, and I'm so bummed we never see him again. Yeah, he just, like, he was one and done. Yeah, because he was Doki Doki Panic. He was Mamu from Doki yeah. Doki Panic. And I, I'm just, I, I, the characters that they kept from Mario 2, I'm super glad that they did, like Birdo and Shy Guy and sure. Sniffit. But, you know, why Why didn't they keep Mouser and Triclide and Claw Grip and Fry Guy and Wart? Like, why didn't they keep all these other characters? They're so cool. Uh, there was never uh, a time to revisit that world. Well, there was always a time to. They just never did it. I, I, yeah, uh, was I, huge, I should have said that. Yeah. yeah, they just never... I don't know why they never went back to that world. But if they were going to bring characters out of that world... You know why? Why wouldn't they bring you know these other ones too? Yeah, and why just the two or three? You know, exactly. Why not the rest of them. Well, before we dive too much deeper into it, here is uh, here's what the, that song sounded like in the Famicom Disk System. This is Mamu from Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> It's almost identical, but um, yeah. it's the instrument choice is so much more menacing in the NES version. Just... Yes, I feel like um, Mamu is a little more, uh, to steal my own word, manic. There's something about it that feels very uh, pressing. Hmm. I think it's that you can hear the bass line louder in Mamu than you can because in Ooh, in, yeah. in Wart, uh, the main instrument is so much louder. It's mm-hmm. just that it's that really loud, <laughs> and this one is more like do do do. But yeah, the, but the bass line is do 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 do. So yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I yeah, see yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, 
I think that's that's the reason. That's that's a fair comparison. So yeah, Wart, I miss him. You know, he uh, he has shown up a couple of times in the universe. Mm -hmm. uh, he is uh, he was part of the Super Mario Pinball game, one of the Mario Pinball games, mm. uh, it, it, where he appeared on one you know alongside Bowser. He was obviously in the, in the commercial for Super Mario All Stars, uh, and he showed up in Link's Awakening as a, a singing underwater frog. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. God, Link's Awakening is endlessly weird and wonderful, but it really is. Man, give me Warp back. Give me this character back. Give me this world back. I want to go back to Subcon so badly because in the ending, like it, it makes you think that you didn't actually defeat him because the, the ending of Mario Two, the credits roll and it's all the characters, mm -hmm. and then it gets to Wart and he laughs before he fades away. It's like, oh, 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 he's Wait still out there. Second. Wait a second. We didn't beat him. It wasn't all a dream. It took place in the dream world. Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening, Nintendo developers, come on, man. We just send wrote us back it for to you. Subcon. Get us, get us back in there. Give me you can send revenge. the residual checks to care of Waveback. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Mail at geekade.com. Uh <laughs> All right, so these next two tracks are going to be, if you've never listened to Doki Doki Panic's soundtrack before, are going to be totally new to you. Um, this that's one, me. That's you. Uh, this next track is called File Clear. Um, I have never played enough of Doki Doki Panic to know specifically what this is from. If I'm not mistaken in, in Doki Doki Panic, um, like you said uh, kind of on, on the intro, to play to beat the game, you had to use every single character in every single iteration of a level, and then that's how you would get to the, work your way to the ending. Um, it had a save state, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe this has to do with that save state screen. I think that if I had to venture a guess, I would think that this comes from when you've cleared one character because um, this track is very celebratory. Oh, you know, okay. so when, when I thought file, when I see the name file clear, I think, oh, this must be like, you know, when you delete a file, but that, it's that's actually why I a, thought, yeah, I mean, it could be that for all I know, um, yeah. but it is a very, it does sound very celebratory. So, um, it's a cool track. So let's give it a listen. This is file clear from Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> That's actually the music for deleting a file. That's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, I'll agree with you. Um, Which, you know, wouldn't be out of question for this game being incredibly weird. <laughs> but, true. 
Very right, true. You, you hear what I mean? Like it's it's just got that very victorious kind of sounding uh, bit to it. You know, it just just sounds. You win. <laughs> you have won. Good day, this, sir. You have cleared the file. Congratulations. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> this long, <laughs> this long piece of music for deleting a file. <laughs> you spend more time waiting for the music to end than you do like anything else in the game. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I'm just gonna imagine that's what it is from now on. I All right. I just edited out a bunch of uh, the two of us talking, and yeah. we just looked at a couple of videos and 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 confirmed what it is. So the Super Mario Brothers two ending. Um, is uh, you know, you beat Wart, you go through the room, and then you uncork the bottle, and the little subcon characters come out, and then they all carry Wart off. But in Doki Doki Panic, uh, you go in, you uncork them as the one character, and then you have to go back and keep playing the game as the other characters, and you don't get to actually see the full ending with Wart being carried off and everyone standing on top of the cage until you've done it with all four characters. Right. Boy, Doki Doki Panic's bananas. All right, so this this uh the this next one is going to be the last song we listen to before we uh, play you out. Um, I, I've decided that there is no better way to play you out than with the credit music from Super Mario Brothers Two because I adore that piece of music. Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. This is what the ending sounded like in uh, Doki Doki Panic, and it starts off almost exactly the same way, but instead of going to the peaceful dream world sleep, um, it just goes in a very different direction, a more celebratory direction. So uh, let's go ahead and listen to Ending from Doki Doki Panic. piece of music right that's pretty fun i like that a lot yeah wow i don't like it more than the original i mean sorry not the original the the, uh the the the, mario the the mario one 
Um, but it's 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 cool. It's a nice it's it's a nice tune. Very celebratory. Very good classic NES. Well, I guess Famicom uh, ending music just yeah. just hits all the right notes. So that was fun, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoyed it. Fun little trek through, uh, you know, learning about Doki Doki Panic and just listen to some of the best darn NES game music there is. Uh, so we're we're gonna we gotta leave you with a we gotta leave you with another classic. So um, yep. And that's our show. Join us next time as we gather around the fire and celebrate the season with our fourth annual winter special featuring icy songs from Mega Man Seven, Battletoads, and more. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we've discussed here today, and you can check out and do so on our Waveback forum page on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find out more information about our next games, as well as a nice convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. So we're going to leave you tonight with the music from the controversial ending to Super Mario Bros. 2. Controversial because some people took issue with the game being, quote, all just a dream. But I, for one, uh, always thought that was super cool and, and not entirely true. Because, as we said earlier, when the mm-hmm. credits roll, Wart can clearly be seen laughing before he fades away. And this, to me, has always meant that it wasn't just a dream, but rather an adventure set in the world of dreams, which is what Subcon is. It's called Subcon, for crying out loud. Subconscious. <laughs> ah. Regardless, it's one of the most perfect ending tunes in all of gaming, uh, and it's an absolute perfect way to finish off the night. Um, it's a super delightful song. It it harkens back to uh, the opening the, the title screen to Doki Doki Panic, and um, it's it's just a really pretty piece of music. What do you think of this track? Uh, I, you know, there are times when you say exactly what I'm thinking, and I just want to say like, uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is definitely yeah. one of those times. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful piece of music, man. Like it is. It's a really nice tune. It's it's you know it plays out like a lullaby because you mm-hmm. know Mario's in bed with his sleeping cap on and dreaming of the ending of this game. Um, By the way, uh, really quickly about that sequence, I, I remember as a kid seeing it in a magazine because I never got that far. And then, of course, later as, uh, you know, the Internet became more prevalent uh, and getting to actually see it. I remember thinking as a kid, like, wow, those graphics are amazing. Right. Because it looks like a cartoon. It doesn't look like a Mario yeah. sprite. It looks like an animated drawing. Yeah. And- I was blown away by that too. As, as a kid, absolutely, I was just like, "Wow, it's still a very impressive looking thing." Just, sure, it's just, it's just wow. It, it added this game added so much to the Mario universe, like really fleshing it out and mm-hmm. making it feel like you know, because the, the the sprite of Mario in Super Mario One is very abstract, but in Mario Two, he looks like Mario. It looks like a drawing of Mario and and got Princess a little Tunstall belly. And, you know, he's yeah, like, like he's he's taking shape. Pun intended. You can see the whites of his eyes. You know, he's he's got too. A, a, he's fully formed, um, and it's yeah. it's just awesome. And this boy, this ending, seeing Mario in bed was just 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 cool, man. It was yeah. Cool. So uh, so here we go. This is um, this is uh, credits from Super Mario Brothers two, and we're gonna get to work on compiling our track lists for this year's winter special, which I'm very excited for. It should be um, interesting as always. It yeah, as as always. So uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, uh, enjoy, and we'll see you next time.